welcome to the Prism of Torah podcast archive with your host, Rabbi Saf Aaron Prisman. This podcast features a Devatara called Pasha's Boy, Respect and Being Respected. In Pasha's Boy, we know that uh, Bnei Israel are about to leave Mitzrayim. And before they do that, they go with what Moshe commanded them to do, which is that they requested silver and gold articles and clothing from the Egyptians, and Hashem made the Egyptians respect the people, and as a result, they granted their request. Now, what Hashem really did over here was cause the Jews to find favor in the eyes of the Egyptians, which led to them giving over the articles, the gold, silver, and clothing, to Bnei Israel. They thought it was just lending it to them, but really, it was for good. But at the end of the day, HaKadosh Buchu ensured this happens because he, as the Gemara and Brachos explains, promised Avram Avinu that Bnei will be led out of Mitzrayim eventually and with a lot of wealth. The question that begs itself and I think is fundamental and out of this comes a very basic concept that is very relevant to many of our lives, especially the ones living overseas. Why did it have to be done through the Jews finding favor in the eyes of the Egyptians. It could have been easily done by the Egyptians having fear from the Jewish people in Hashem, and as a result, they'll give over whatever Bnei Israel asked for. So why did it have to be through finding favor in the eyes of the Egyptians? That's the question. And I'm going to make this short and to the point to ensure that the major point over here is understood. The reason is because people can make a huge mistake People can say, we don't care about the goyim at all. We don't care what their relationship is to us. We don't care if the goyim have favor, they're, they're, they're in awe of us or they're not, or they respect us or not. Quite the contrary. People can say, the fact that the goyim are always out to get us and to kill us and to put us down in anti-Semitism, people can say, oh, that's the way it should be because we need to be totally different than them and we have to be have nothing to do with them, and quite the contrary. The fact that Hashem is doing this is showing us that we're doing our Avodah Hashem in a correct fashion and we're going on the right path. But, if one looks clearly in the Torah and in the Midrash and everywhere, it is not true at all. And this is exactly what Hashem is teaching us by ensuring that the Egyptians find favor, that the Jews, sorry, find favor in the eyes of the Egyptians. Because Hashem wants to tell us, just like the, the redemption in Egypt, which we know there's a lot of parallels from the redemption, to ha- the redemption that happened in Egypt that will happen also in the in the days to come when Mashiach comes. So too over there, the the going, the nations would would want to attach to the Jewish people and they respect the Jewish people, and that's important to know. How do we know this is true? Because the Torah teaches us the following in Dvarim. Perik Dalit Pasuk Vav, and I translate, learn and absorb the Torah, for it is your wisdom and understanding in the eyes of the nations, who will hear all of all these laws and proclaim that this is truly a great, wise, and understanding nation. It is clear over here that the Torah gives a lot of importance to the respect given us by the nations of the world. The Natsiv, in his parish on the Torah in Hamik Daval, in Bamidbar, Perik Yudalit Pasuk Aleph, says that the goal of creation is that Hashem's glory fill the entire earth. And meaning that 
everyone, including the other nations, recognize HaKadosh Baruch Hu as running the world, as we say twice a day in Shema, that Hashem will only be complete, the oneness of Hashem will be complete when everyone realizes that He is Hashem and acknowledges that. And not just the Jewish people. That's also what we say in the Navi and Zechariah, as we say in Aleinu, when Hashem will be king over the whole world, on that day He will be one and His name will be one. Another proof to this is, is that it says in the Midrash, in, in Shmois, that Kadesh Buch ensured to, to, to perform the miracle of the splitting of the sea, so that the Egyptians should know that I am God. Even Ezra over there adds, which Egyptians are we referring to? They're about to drown. Yes, we're talking about them. It was so critical that before they drown, they realize and admit that HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs the world. Let's not forget, the Torah also refers to us as Memleches Kranim Vegoi Kadosh, which means we are the nations of priests who represent Hashem by our exemplary lifestyle. Because we're different. We have a certain set of rules that is above the average. And we, as it says in the Navin Yeshayahu, and this is the bottom line, we are a light unto the nations. Meaning, the way we live should have a positive effect on the nations around us, and they should see from the way we behave and the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu treats us, that of course there is a divine intervention and HaKadosh Baruch Hu runs the world, and they should see that, and through that they will respect us. The Natsiv also explains that really, before, if we wouldn't have sinned, this purpose of the Goim, the nations, learning from us that Hashem is one and runs the world, could have been achieved by the Jewish people settling in Eretz soil and inspiring the entire world through the awareness of the miraculous way Hashem deals with us in, in our land. But we did not merit this, although some of us live here, but we're still in Galus. And as a result, it became necessary to spread the knowledge of Hashem by the way we live with Torah mitzvahs, even amongst the nations all over the world, and that we sacrifice ourselves to Hashem, for Kiddush Hashem. Even in the halachic world, there's a lot of ramifications about the importance of doing a Kiddush Hashem and the severity of Chilol Hashem. And it clearly states that it's not only within the Jewish people. We're talking about how we affect and impact the non-Jews. And therefore, it is imperative that when we're about, uh, also when we're amongst non-Jews that we have to act like it's fitting for a chosen nation so that they will learn from us that of course this is something that we're a holy nation that represents Hashem and we're a walking proof that Hashem is one and, and run, runs the world. Vaika Rabba says this specifically in the Midrash over there. It says, and he is a witness. And that refers to Am Yisrael. As it says, you are my witnesses, says Hashem, and I am your Lord. Bikitsul, you see the idea over and over again how we are screaming out that we acknowledge that Hashem is the Creator and runs the world. And we see that it is important for us to have the Goyim respect us. Because that means we're doing our job correctly. The Goyim Vilna proves this from a Pasuk and Tfilin and says that if we do our job properly, meaning Ben Adam Lechavero, Ben Adam Lamakom, we do the mitzvahs properly with the full heart, then that surely would eventually have a ripple effect on the Goyim as well. That they will respect us and realize that Hashem Echad. And in Yimot HaMashiach, they're going to run after us to be part of what we do. And they're going to want to give sacrifices to Hashem. Just like today, 
which is another proof we care about the going, we give sacrifices on Sukkot, 70 sacrifices for the going, which represents the 70 nations in the world. One last point I want to add, that the Natsiv says in a different place, before we end with a story, is that the Natsiv clearly states that even though we have to impact the going to other nations to realize that Hashem is one, and if we do our job correctly and, and perform the Torah and mitzvahs with, with the correct intentions and internalize the mitzvahs, that will result in them respecting us. But don't think that means we have to be with them. We still have to have a clear barrier between us and them. Just like we say in Avdala, Hamavdil ben Kodesh Lechol, ben Oli Israel, ben Oli Choshech, ben Israel Ami, between us and the other nations. We still can affect them, but not by being with them. By them seeing how we act, that will have that result. And he says a beautiful, a beautiful marshal for that. He says, Bnei Israel are represented or symbolized their nimshal to fire. And the goyim are nimshal to water. I can tell you the psukim if you want to know, please email me. And what, when fire is together with water, that's a bad thing. The water puts out the fire. The chas v'shalom to do that. But if there's a clear barrier between the fire and the water, i.e., if you put the water in a pot, which defines a clear barrier between the fire and the water, the fire has a positive effect on the water and as the water gets boiled for, for whatever you want it to be used. Now, to end off this idea of being a light to the nations by us, us acting as a Reshamayim person that does Torah Mitzvahs and just everything he does is a walking proof that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is running the world, I want to share with you a true story of a friend of mine in Canada that went to an interview and it was during the days that we have customs of mourning which is between Pesach, Passover and Shavuos and he, didn't have, he, he was in no man's land. He didn't have a long beard, but, he, didn't have a, but he, he just had like a bit more than stubbles. Maybe today it's in fashion, but those days it was for sure not in fashion. So he's contemplating to himself, what should I do? Should I shave before I go? I don't know what to do. Anyways, he said, I'm going to be strong. I'm keeping the beard. The half a beard, I should say. By the way, this rem reminds me of a joke, because there is an opinion out there one opinion, the Noida Biuda, that says that one is permitted, even in the morning days, to shave if he does it every day. But that reminds me of a joke, and the joke is only true about people that always run to find the kulas, the way to get out of things, but not if someone's consistent, of course. That once upon a time, there's a person, he lived 120 years, then he goes to Olam and they say, Bo Hashem, good for you, you lived a great life. And uh, you deserve to come to paradise, to Ganad, and come follow me right this way. He looks around, he sees huge mansions made of gold. In the middle, he sees a little shack. And they go to him, come, come this way. Yeah, this is exactly this shack. This is for you right over here. He says, what? This is shack? But the way I learned, I understood that every every place here in Ganad is supposed to be like a huge house made of gold, like these ones. So the angel in charge over there says to him, you're 100% correct. That, but that's according to, to most opinions. But there is an opinion out there that says this is what it looks like, this shack. Anyways, close brackets. Let's go back to our story. So he goes to the interview, and they ask him all kinds of questions. And lo and behold, the last question is, by the way, do you always like, look like this? You always go with uh, a beard of this type? 
So he so he explains to them the whole thing. He says, that, I'll be honest with you, I'm a religious or Orthodox Jew, and these are our laws during this time. We have a custom to have mourning to remember the tzaddikim, the talmidim of Rabbi Akiva that passed away, etc., etc. Okay, as he leaves, he says to himself, I cannot believe, I knew I should have shaved, I knew I should have shaved, but okay, life went on. Two days later, he gets a call to come back to that office. He goes back and they tell him, listen, there were fi- we want to share with you something. We have decided to take you. And that's only because, although there were five people that were perfect candidates for this position, but you showed us how loyal you are to what you believe is right. You are lo- you're loyal to your religion, and we need a person in such a sensitive position that we need someone we can blindly trust and we see that you are the person for us. So you see how through proving, and they were Gentiles, they were the, the going, they realized that when we work in a way that we prove, or walking proof that Kodesh Buchu exists, represents Emes, we do the Torah and Mitzvahs 100%, then that will have a ripple, a ripple effect on the Goyim, respecting us and realizing that Hashem is one and runs the world. Yiratzon, to implement this, internalize this, and affect the next generation to live like this. Good Shabbos. This is the Prism of Torah podcast. Drabasaf Aaron Prisman. Please share with your friends and family. Prismoftorah.com is where you can find the full archive of Divrei Torah. You can contact us through the website. Once again, Prismoftorah.com. This podcast was produced for free by Ellie Podcast Production. Lunishmas, Leva Siona, Yakov Alexander, Ben Mordechai Doyf, Isaac Isaac Ben Moshe.